Would you rather lose an arm or never have ice cream again? Lose an arm? <laughs> You're lying! <laughs> A sleepwalking gorilla. People, people that have feet that aren't all screwed up. Are you okay? Are you alright? Oops. What was that? I don't know. What is going on, everybody? We are back. We are off back. Off of the three-year anniversary week. It was a good week. It was a good episode. You know what I was going to do there? I forgot to yeah. do it. I had it all planned out. I've been planning all week. All week? That when you... because. So for anyone that doesn't know, you don't hear it because Jacob cuts it out. But so that I know when we're about to start, he counts down. Three, two, one. And then he says, what is going on, everybody? We yeah, are back. Yeah. I was going to start saying it. Oh, but, okay. Eh, it's ruined now. I that would have that really, really confused me. Well, <laughs> maybe that. some other time. Maybe you should do it one of these times. Oh. Well, have you do it. That'd be next fun. episode. You should do it. Okay, maybe really I'll do throw it next people time. off. You're like, whoa! Yeah. Or we won't tell on? anybody when we're going to do it. We've done seventy. This is now our seventy fourth episode. That was my football number. Really? Seventy four. Yeah. Seventy four. Good. Uh, good lineman number. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Big large lineman number. Yeah. Exactly. Isn't that funny how the the football does the numbers like that? Well, they're that's on purpose. I know. I know. It's like certain positions can have certain numbers. Yeah. Like in every other sport, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I think they do it because, so for one, if you give linemen a certain range of numbers, it makes it easier on a referee who needs to know if a lineman is downfield illegally on a pass play. Okay. Yeah. So if they see a 74 five yards away from the line of scrimmage on a pass play, they know that it's a ineligible receiver downfield. Right. Right. The Fun rules fact. of football are just insane. It is quite in depth. So been, many. So Matt, who's a huge fan of the show, yeah, shout out to, to Matt, Matty B, big fan. He, we talk about rules of football all the time, and he's always like, "Oh, I just have one more. I don't want to bother." I'm like, Matt, <laughs> Matt. When I was please. 11, please. I read, I read the NCAA football rule book for fun. Because I love it so much. It's so interesting to me. That's the dedication. intricacies of rules and things. So That's dedication right there. Uh, How fun, big though. is the rule book? It's like, man, no one. It's like I, lots of pages, I, though. I always forget, you know, when yeah, I, no, we're no. doing a podcast. It's not yeah, a, they, not they a video can't thing. See no one they can see my no fingers. no idea what your fingers are doing. It's yeah. like uh, half an inch. Okay. It's yeah. thick. It's got a couple pages to it. Yeah, there's some pages to it. Yeah. Well, because it's they beer. go into examples and things. So as as you know, I recommend this to anybody that, that doesn't know about this, but you can go to the liquor store or grocery store, wherever sells beer. And a lot of places do a six pack of buy your own or pick your own six pack. And they got a big selection of singles that you can pick. So I got six beers I've never tried before. Huh? Fun. This one. Don't care for it. Not good. Got a little bit of like a minty taste to it. Oh, like a, like like a, like a menthol almost. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a, not menthol. I don't know. You know what I mean, though. You probably don't I know. Have, you probably don't know what I mean, but I have a nice traditional Guinness. 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 I love a good Guinness. Oh, mm. the one that I had at the 
at the brewery. I mean, I mean. That's a cool place, isn't it? So cool. For anyone that is in the Baltimore area, I don't know if we've talked about it on here before. Uh, I mentioned it briefly when I talked about getting COVID tested, but. Guinness opened, I don't know if it's the first one outside of Ireland. I feel like they might have something in the UK. Hmm. So they had, my roommate was reading about it because I was telling him about how I went there. Mm -hmm. He was reading about it. They had a brewery in New Long Island. Yes. They talk about that on the tour. For like a couple years. I took the tour. (laughs) Sure. I would have too if I was. It was a gift actually. We were just talking about gifts. That was a gift that Kristen got me for Christmas or my birthday or one of the Great gift. Yeah. And that, so they had the place in Long Island, then it closed. Mm -hmm. That was in like the 60s, I want to say, 50s or 60s. And then they just opened this one as the sister brewing company or sister brewery to the one the open or the yeah open gate brewery i'm saying it wrong i don't is it open gate wide gate james gate no it's something i think it's open gate i gotta look it up because it's gonna bother well, me well the but. one in in baltimore is open gate the one in oh in okay ireland is I, it might be open gate but the one in ireland is james st james's gate okay now i have to say open gate brewery yeah I have, I've been to both. Humble brag. <laughs> I've been to both. It's very cool. Like if, if you don't, haven't had the opportunity to go to the one in, in Ireland, the one in Baltimore for it being like just around here is very, very cool. They don't, for any traditionalists out there, they don't brew traditional Guinness there. They ship it in from Ireland. They will right. never brew traditional Guinness anywhere other than St. James's Gate. But they also do like Baltimore style IPAs. Like they do, it's not like they, they do only all have kinds of beers. Also. Yeah. Yeah. But it is cool. Like the, the whole facility is like kind of like Ireland in a way. It's different because St. James's Gate is in Dublin. Like it's in a city right. and it feels like it's in a city. It almost feels like a fortress castle in a city. So you can oh, walk okay. around the whole St. James's <clears throat> Gate location and it has the big giant brown the big walls walls of yeah. guinness painted gates oh that's so all cool. around it and so then the building gate yeah and then the building in the middle <clears throat> of it is seven floors and it's shaped like a guinness glass so it no way goes up and it bulbs out so you can stand you when you go in every floor is round and so the no ground floor is like a gift shop and then as you do the tour in Ireland, every floor is something different. So there's like a floor where they talk about advertising and they show you like advertising back in literally like 150 years ago when they were advertising yeah. and all the stuff in between. There's a tasting floor where they bring you in this really cool like marble room and you do it all there. But basically you can go in on the ground floor where the gift shop is and walk to the middle and look up and it's shaped like a Guinness glass and you can look all the way up to the top. That is so cool. And then the top is a, it's glass all the way around. So the walls are glass, the ceilings glass and yeah, they don't have hurricanes in Dublin. (laughs) No. And it looks (laughs) out on the city. So like, and they have a a bar up there where if you do the tour, you get a free ticket for a Guinness at the top. Oh, so you do the tasting and then you can go up to the top and use your ticket 
and they have like a bar and table set up and Dude. you can look out on Dublin and dream a dream. It's very cool. I would love to go there. I'm always anti like super <clears throat> big corporate tours of yeah. places. Yeah. Guinness and Jameson, both very worth it. The very exception. Worth it. Yep. I've done Miller Coors in Milwaukee. Meh. Isn't that great? <laughs> Guinness, totally worth it. Oh, dude. I would love to do that. Sorry. That was a rant of something we did not plan for. You're correct. I kind of thought that we were going to talk about it for some reason. I forget why. I don't know. <clears throat> well, how did we even bring it up? Why did, why did we say Guinness? Oh, you were drinking. You're drinking Guinness. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even going to be drinking Guinness. How could you have thought we were going to talk about it? It just Maybe it was deja vu, but I just thought we were going to talk about it. Maybe we talked about it a little bit last – I don't know. I don't know. doesn't matter. The, doesn't matter. The big, the big thing is, one, I have no real news from this past week. Neither do I. Nothing. Nothing. I'm work from home again. Yep. Indefinitely. Sweet. Don't know when. Awesome. Good. We'll move on from that. Yep. It's Christmas time. Did it work well? Did it work well? Sure. We're really working on our uh, production value advancements here. Yeah. Production value at the Shack Radio. Yeah. And this is one of them. It's perfect. On is it really loud for you? It's not that oh, loud yeah. for me. I can't hear myself at all. But. <laughs> no, it sounds perfect. What did you? I, what did you say? I can't. <laughs> no, My it's, mom it's, just woke up. She's yelling at me. We gotta get on with the Christmas. Start off the Christmas beat. Oh, you know what I wanted to say? What? I'm gonna throw her under the bus right now. Guess what? What? Liv doesn't like Christmas music. No. No. I'm gonna start with that. Liv does not like Christmas music. And she's going to she's going to listen to this. I turned it down. She's I'm gonna just going to turn it down a little bit. Can you still hear it? Yeah, no. Yeah, I can still hear it. So she doesn't like Christmas music because How, why? I I asked her and she said that it it she feels the same way about Christmas music as she does about country music. Oh. And that it, she just thinks a lot of it sounds the same. Now, it's not the fact that she doesn't like any Christmas music. She likes a couple songs, but she okay. won't sit there and turn on Christmas music. Oh. Because she'll get, like, bored of it. The jolliness that comes into my soul when I hear something like this. She's going to be very upset with me for bringing this up. I don't know if this is okay. public. Everyone has, has their, their yeah. uh, dislikes. But, I mean, I said to her, it's very I can't say Christmas music like Christmas will be mine. It, or anywhere I, near it. Yeah, I... Does she like Christmas? It is very strange. She loves Christmas. Okay. She likes Christmas time. She likes okay. Christmas things. She's okay. just not like. It's not like she doesn't like Christmas. That oh. that would be strange. It is, yeah. It is, well, it is already a little you don't weird. Celebrate Christmas, then it, you know. Well, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then it's I. I would assume that you probably don't like Christmas. A, a fair point to bring up. If you don't celebrate Christmas, you don't have to like Christmas. That's not strange. Yes. Very normal. But if you celebrate Christmas, you should love Christmas. Great. That's like. Is it people that, you know, it's, this just reminded me of uh, a big red flag that I've heard from people. Favorite holiday? Mike, what's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Christmas. Easy. Number one, far and away, Christmas. Yes. If somebody's favorite holiday is like Halloween. Oh, <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> if someone says their Dude. favorite holiday is Halloween, we talk, we've red flag deal breaker. Red flag. I will stop talking to that person. I don't. Not even like in a in a relationship way. I will just. I will end the conversation if I we know get people to a point. that say their favorite holidays is Halloween. Multiple people. Like not kidding. No. 
What? Why? Why would your what? Dude, I have no idea. What? No idea. Favorite holiday? Halloween. I couldn't think of something more horrible. Me neither. That's terrible. Unbelievable. You know, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm above Halloween. I like it. It's fun. No, in I'm college, above it. What's horrible? It I was fun it. in college. Yeah, it was all right. some great parties. Yep. It's fun for drinking. It's fun for candy. And it's fun Speaking for costumes. Speaking of, I lost That's my it. stethoscope. I was going to be a doctor again. It ended up not really a <laughs> costume this year. <laughs> but I was going to do the doctor thing. I have the, the coat. The coat. <laughs> but no. Uh, no stethoscope. No. Is that where you were our junior year? Mm. No, you were Buddy the Elf our junior year. Buddy the Elf junior year. You were a doctor sophomore year. Correct. And then you were the president senior year. Right. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yep. Buddy the Elf. I still have that costume, but it's a little... It went through the, the ringer in <laughs> Meadville, Pennsylvania. That it's a little <laughs> dirty and stained that I can't get out. It will never recover. That's something we don't need to talk about. <laughs> okay. It's Christmas, though. Christmas time. Oh, yeah. We love if Christmas. If you have Apple Music, Mike just followed me on Apple Music. I have a playlist called Top 20 Christmas. It is the top 19 best Christmas songs that I, I guarantee. would have some arguments of what you have on that list. Well, Earth. this is an all-inclusive In sync. list. As I mentioned, all-inclusive. This is, a, this is a playlist that you could play for any human being on Earth and they would like at least one song on it. It's iconic, dude. I've never heard this before. That's impossible. That's I've impossible. heard it before and I don't like it. I'm turning it off. I mean, the boys got a couple things going for them and this song is one of them. No. I mean, JT, come on. No. Come on. I, see, that's just me. I, I'm more of a traditional Christmas person. Right. So I want to hear not- Bing Crosby in 1940 singing Adeste Fidelis, <laughs> Oh, Come All Ye Faithful in Latin. That's what I, I'm a fan of. See, that. like I got those on there. I got a couple big, I got a Bing Crosby. I got Bing, a, You got to have Bing. You have Makaliki Maka, the original. Exactly. You got the, the original the one. Phone. That's you know a what we are here. Really underappreciated Christmas song, I will say. Bing and the Andrew Sisters. Oh, how do you say no to the Andrew Sisters? His voice is like butter. Oh, nice. It's like butter. It feels like a blanket just wrapping around you. Slicing warm, soft butter. Yeah. Glob on yourself. Just just a warm. Butter rubbed all over your (laughs) forehead and face. Butter. That, it's just, like, that's like I would not want butter rubbed on me. It has to be horrible for your skin. It's so bad. It's bad to put in your mouth, and it's bad to put on your skin. <laughs> Nothing is good about butter. Nothing good about it. I mean, butter on a nice warm roll will do it, but it's <clears> not good for you. Uh, no, no. If there's a fat, I've learned if fats are solid at room temperature, that is a bad thing. If they're really? liquid at room temperature, that's a healthier fat. <clears throat> that's interesting. That makes butter very bad. Yes, butter is very solid at room temperature. Mm. Olive oil, though, much better for you. A liquid at room temperature. 
I have no idea where I gathered this information. I know that I got it from somewhere. I didn't just make it up, but I don't remember where. So mm-hmm. you'll have to look that one up. It's a, it's a bonus fact for you here from the Shack Radio. Go. But Bing Crosby's voice, like butter. This yeah. one. This one. I mean, this is... This is one that you just you start moving, you know? You hear it? It's the happiest Christmas song ever. And the story's kind of fun, too. Yeah. It's going to be a long, long song. sad. Look how well, long it is. also have the long version. It, it, it's true, oh. it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, technical, the technical production here is just unbelievable. My soundboard. <laughs> I put my Guinness down on my soundboard. It sounded like your house just blew up. <laughs> just a poof. Isn't it funny to think of this being produced with a soundboard? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. It, yeah, it Break is. it out every time we record. <clears throat> oh, one thing I, that reminds me. One thing I wanted to say on the... Should uh, I keep the song going? Sure. Is it okay in the background enough? You know, it's, it's not, not that loud. loud. No. Okay. One thing I wanted to say in the last episode is you remember how we were like super cryptic about our audio setup for yeah. the first like year? Yeah. We never shared what it was. I feel like it was appropriate to share on the three year anniversary what our oh, old audio Oh, let's tell setup. everybody. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. It was. We had no microphone. No microphone. It was a set of actually the ones that I'm wearing right now, Apple earphones that were just the microphone was dangled over the screen of my laptop approximately halfway in between Mike and I. We would, we would adjust our seats and be like, oh, yeah, we'd, uh, we'd okay. move our heads. So we were kind of the same distance away. Yeah. And then I normally would start leaning back or flailing yeah. my arms. And that's why you would hear <laughs> differences in volume. So Jacob yeah. would, would start regulating I'd, with his hand, I'd, like get closer yeah. or motion you to get or, closer. Yeah. Yeah. Based on what it sounded like. Cause we, we would could write, see, we could see the waveforms. I don't know if you know what that word means, but the, Oh, the, now we're getting into our production. Yeah, you could see the waveforms in the in Audacity when we would record, so I could tell if it was like too loud when we were talking. Yeah, but that doesn't really matter. I just wanted to mention it just because we were like, it was like, oh, our we always said our uh, our expensive microphone or our expensive setup. We do have microphones now, and I think yeah, I think it do. is a testament. We did buy a microphone. <laughs> yeah, we did. We and it was started. terrible. It was horrible. It sounded worse than the Apple headphone. And that's why we were like, oh, okay. Well, well it's because we weren't doing it the way that we're doing it now. Yeah, now we have our own We were both three headphones. feet from the microphone. Yeah. So it wasn't working. We needed two, really. Yeah. And the headphones is perfect because it takes all of the, the only sound that your microphone has to worry about other than our production value. But we pump that in electronically, don't <laughs> worry, um, is, is our voices. And I think yeah. that's why it sounds so good that it does now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our news. We got a lot of news. Yes. A lot of news. A lot of, big, a lot of news. Not news for us. News for the big, world. Big news. With lots of big, huge news. Huge. It's tell the you most what. unbelievable news you're ever going to hear. We're going to get right into it. Vaccine. Bigly. There is, <laughs> there is hope on the horizon. We got a vaccine there coming. Is. It's coming. I got news. I forgot to tell you. News. More news. Hit me with the news. Big news. Big, sure. big, bigly news. <laughs> I have to. I'm sorry. I had to. Okay. All right. I don't have that email on here. I got to get the Shack Radio email pulled up. What? Who would have thought? Oh. First big email we got. 
We got an email. We don't get emails. We got an email. Nobody emails email. us. The Shack Radio 733 at gmail.com. Email from the CDC. Oh. Mike and Jacob of the Shack Radio. Wait, what? As you, as you know, recently, former presidents George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and Barack Obama have all said that they will get the vaccine live on television to show the efficacy and increase the trust of the American people of the vaccine. As significant members of the American population, we are interested in you two getting the vaccine live on ABC News, World News with David Muir, 6.30 p.m. I mean... You two, live with David Muir, getting the vaccine. This... It's a service to the American people. We... I tell you what, our day has come. I've been waiting for it. And when the CDC sends you an email and asks for your service, they said, presidents are doing it. The Shack Radio's got to do it. I mean, I am honored. I just got to say I'm honored that they would select us uh, among such a, an esteemed group of I forgot to tell you when Americans. I got that in. I, we get so much fan mail and emails. I know. It, and, it, you got to kind of sift know, through it. You know, and, do you want to be on the Elvis Duran in the Morning show globally? Do you want to be on the Howard Stern show? Howard Stern you, for the thousand. Do you want to be on no. Fox News? Do you want to be on ABC News? Do you want to get interviewed by Rachel Ray? I mean... I mean Settle it just down. keeps coming. It just Settle keeps coming. Down. We will get the vaccine on live television. Maybe our our manager gonna, is handling it. You know, we're not going to tie ourselves down yet. Our manager is handling it. Yeah, we got to get an intern to to sift through our email. Yes, I'm sorry. Another intern. Yeah. Our, num- our first intern is just not cutting it. Not cutting it. No. So. Yeah. So we'll keep you updated on that scenario. Yeah. And check out your uh, local evening news in the coming future to see us on it. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, the the vaccine. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. That was pretty good. You tell were you what, very flustered at the beginning. You, I was very, <laughs> I was very confused <laughs> when you first said Mike and Jacob of the show, and I was like. Because you said, okay, email from the CDC. I was like, all right. They sent everybody, everybody's Gmail got on his CDC email. Then you said Mike and Jacob. And now I'm getting, they're like, all right, maybe Podbean sent something out. Mm-hmm. And then you said, started going into it a little bit more. And I was like, all right, I get it. I see what you're doing. And I like it. <laughs> no, there was no planning before that. There was a, no. this, this came out of nowhere. And I, yeah. I tell you what, props. That was good. And we'll let you know when. When the time comes, yeah. who knows? Maybe I'll live stream myself getting the vaccine. I'll put it on Facebook Live. And all Just 10 kidding, people actually, that follow us on. You know, I or 11 people Facebook? now. We have 11 followers now. Did we not before? Uh, no. Hmm. We had 10. Now we have 11. Superfan Mac. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Followed us. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Followed Just her back. Come into being a big followed fan again. Yeah. If only she was present for the biggest fan show, she could have won a short. Yeah, sure. she was a big fan. Took a break. I hear she's back on it now. She's back. Shout on out it. to her. Yep, we're like a, we're like a, we're like a, an unhealthy soda. Yes, you, know, you kick it for you a little have bit. One diet coke. Next thing you know, you got diet cokes pouring in every which way from Wawa. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're buying twelve packs of diet coke every Saturday. Diet coke. 
the vaccine <laughs> is going to be in uh, circulation here in, in the coming weeks. Well, they say that it could have – so, okay, the way that it works from what I've gathered, the FDA does its review, and then the FDA brings outside scientists and doctors in. They review the data. They did it live today. They do it – they have oh. their discussion live so you can watch it and hear what they say. And then they make a recommendation to the FDA also of what they okay. should do. They okay. recommended that they should approve it, that it is safe, blah, blah, blah. So then they expect the FDA to approve the Pfizer vaccine for distribution starting this weekend. Like two days. Yeah, yeah. Which will start with, uh, they say, every state will be able to decide, but it'll mostly start with doctors, nurses, um, first responders, and then it will go to nursing homes, and then it will go to people with underlying health conditions that, and just people that are old. Yeah. And then it'll trickle down to the us's of the world. And you know what? So this is great news, obviously. We were thinking that we weren't going to get distribution of a vaccine until like, you know, next fall when we the light at the end of the tunnel is is there. It's there. It's present. We're we're on our way out. Even and closer than you might think. Like, sure, okay. The first uh one million vaccines, like, all right, there's 300 million people on earth or mm-hmm. on, on earth in America. Like, what's the big deal? Well, when every high risk person has a vaccine, a lot of the restrictions are going to go away. Yeah. Because they that's say what that we're really worried about. You know what I mean? They say the me and yous of society <clears throat> can get a vaccine probably like end of March, beginning. Okay. Of yeah. I heard April. So, yeah. Which would be awesome yeah. because. I plan on getting the vaccine. If yeah, I can get the vaccine three weeks later, get the second dose, and you're good, summer will be normal. So we are, much. We are potentially, and you know it's going to be big one. Oh, yeah. This summer is going to be like a, a giant party because yes. it's going to be our first summer the end post-COVID. of the worst year the world has experienced in since Almost probably the world years. wars. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pumped for that. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. That's that there's awesome. actually a light at the end of the tunnel, which we have not had. Yeah. And I mean, I did see it's about fucking time. I know I did see that there they've been. And I think this is going to be part of the new normal is that okay. airlines are starting a, um, like a vaccine passport. No way. So you, they, there will be companies that get certified to provide documentation to say, yes, you are vaccinated. And airlines, this, I love this because it's private companies doing it. It's so it's going to force people's hands. Fucking time. But it's not like a government mandate. So, yeah. but yeah. like American Airlines can come out and say, you can't fly on our plane unless you prove you got the vaccine. Dude. Okay. Live Nation concerts said the same thing. Yes, you can't go to our concert unless yep. you have the vaccine. I love Oh, that. dude, I'm a big fan of that. Because, listen, I'm sure that if the government said everyone has to get it, there would be legal battles oh, and blah, 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 be, blah, blah. It would be. You know what? Let's let the private market rule this one and force the hand because they're going to say, okay, well, fine. But you can't fly. You can't come to our concerts. You can't come to our football games. You can't go here. You can't go here. You can't drive here. You can't you eat can't. at a restaurant. You can't. Unless you have your vaccine passport and can prove that you did your diligence. Finally, 
That's pretty awesome. Fi- I mean, how long have we talked about the end of the anti-vaxxer? <laughs> yeah. Good. We have been talking about the vaccine. Because it's, it's not going to be just COVID. It's interesting to put it in this perspective because like back when we talked about anti-vaxxers on the show to begin with, it was from the perspective of like, okay, why would anyone be an anti-vaxxer? Yeah. Like only the fringes are anti-vaxxers. But now they say only 58% of the American population said they'll get the vaccine, said that they are willing. I do think that that number will go up once. Okay, so like let's say the first 8 million people get it and like everything's okay. I think that number will go up after there's like – it, you show that a million, two million, three million, five million people are getting it. I mean, a bunch of people were like, and I was among them. I'm not going to be the first person to get the vaccine. Oh yeah, of course. And then we obviously we said that you know months and months ago when they were talking about the first talks of them were coming up. Yep. But I mean, now it now once there's 15 million people that have already had it. Sure. Go ahead. So have the first vaccines been del- been given out yet to anybody? Yes. The first woman, the first person to get it was a, like an 85 year old grandmother in the UK. She was the the front cover of the wall street journal. Really? Yeah. Good for her. Her getting her her little vaccine. And I mean, vaccine in her arm. When was this last week? No, I don't know. It was like two or three days ago. Oh, how exciting. Look at us on the, on the, the, Forefront of technology, which we will get to at the end of the episode. More about that. Will we? Yeah. Yeah. We will. Yeah, we will. Okay. You might not realize it, but we will. I had no idea. Um, Okay. In other news, like I said, lots of news. Floyd Mayweather. So Logan Paul, you know, the Paul brothers. Explain who he is because I know someone that listens that does not know. So the Paul brothers are these generally annoying two brothers that look the same they're blonde they're big muscular uh dumb sounding millennial type people that were in that are were and are influencers online they're very popular they were very big on youtube right very big on youtube right now they were they got their start on vine for however long ago that was when we were sophomores that's when they first became popular and they've been just kind of like reinventing themselves ever since and like staying at the top of the, uh, you know, uh, social pyramid, I should say, you know, tons mm-hmm. of millions and millions of followers, all the, the whole thing. They're influencers. I'm sure 75% of America despises them. And if they knew who they were, would be like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. One thing I will give them, and I agree, they're annoying. They are, uh, Hard to watch, hard to listen to, had a lot of bad press, a lot of bad drama. You might have heard when the one went into the suicide forest in oh yeah, in Japan. That was Jake, I want to say. No, that was Logan. Logan's the younger and one. He, like, he was made a little a bit more popular. Or made a Paul. He made like a video of him. In he was videoing himself forest. in there and he like Were there people were those people around him actual people that had killed themselves? Yes. Yes, he filmed, oh saw and filmed real so like, dead people. And yeah, so terrible. And he like made a joke about it. He, well, what happened was he so like bad. didn't, he was like, didn't think that he would actually see any dead people in there. He was going in as more of like a Ghostbuster kind of thing. I see. Like, oh, it's supposed to be really haunted. It's supposed to be, oh. you know, 
and he happened upon these you know actual people that were dead and like reacted badly to it Mm. and then i mean which in his defense you don't know how you're going to react when you see somebody that just killed themselves but not in his defense you shouldn't have posted it you should have been like hey we actually found dead people and i didn't feel comfortable posting it yeah which is what he should have done but he didn't because he was like oh this is gonna be really popular you know the fame he's constantly thinking about content and all that doesn't matter the point of the story is they're now into boxing their big thing is they're both both, of them yes both jake and logan are big boxers now they've fought several people Mm -hmm. uh jake i'm sure you just saw in the news nate robinson just got knocked out that was jake the older one he's the better fighter apparently Okay. And he knocked out Nate Robinson. It was a whole meme. It was all over the internet. Or some of our other listeners might not know what we're talking about. They fought. They were the undercard to, I uh, don't, two really good boxers. So, like, obviously, they're, they're internet influencers. They're not that good at boxing. They fought, yeah. like, maybe, maybe uh, five matches total combined, like, mm-hmm. officially. Logan, who's the younger one, uh, has fought two times and he is apparently oh one and one in his matches <laughs> oh no he has never won a boxing match but what they are good at is generating noise hoobla generating hoobla they're very yeah. good at that so they constantly are like talking shit to famous people and say hey do you want to box me you know oh, i'd beat the shit out of you all this stuff just to you know kind of trying to poke which boxing in its in itself i mean if two famous people are boxing, they're going to make a shit ton of money on people. Oh, yeah. So well, much money. And then there are certain people that when they become involved in boxing, the money goes through the roof because it's going to be a pay-per-view. Right, exactly. So somehow Logan Paul got Floyd Mayweather. The to come Floyd out of Mayweather, retirement. To come out of retirement and box him in a boxing ring pay-per-view. And I think the money that they agreed on is like the first 1 million pay-per-view orders are going to be like $25.99 or something like that. Hmm. Then like the next price point is like $45. And then if all the way, and then the last price point, like if you want to buy it like the day of, or like, you know, right before it's like $70. Hmm. So they're both going to make, a shit ton of money so much money people because this is bringing in you know you remember the the floyd mayweather manny pacquiao is that who fought yes the big one like a couple years ago yeah it doesn't sound i was just thinking that no it doesn't sound right i don't remember i think you keep talking i'll find out i think it was them they both made i mean like dozens of millions of dollars from that and that was like two really good boxers fought and i mean a couple people that weren't really into the boxing world bought it and were watching it but this i mean you have logan paul who's going to attract all of the people from like our generation that want to see the get want to see him get the shit beat out of him aka me conor mcgregor that was the last person he fought oh floyd mayweather conor mcgregor yeah yeah so then yeah so that was a big one this will be bigger because everybody he also did fight Manny Pacquiao back in 2015. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. So they're both going to make a shit ton of money. And props, props to Logan Paul for getting like the Floyd Mayweather to agree to box in. 
Yeah. He's going to get his ass handed to him. He's going to get beat so bad. It's going to be kind of awesome. You know what? Logan Paul boxes at like 215. But the problem is, I think, is and Floyd, Floyd Mayweather is like so fast. That's the he thing. Is he's so going to tire fast. him out very quick. And it he's might not going be like a knockout punch, but it yeah. will be. I don't think Logan Paul is going to be able to keep up with no, him. No way. Or no block chance. the shots that are going to be coming because of how yeah. fast his. It's just his a matter is. of how long is the is the fight going to last? Yeah. Is Floyd Mayweather going to knock him down round one and be like, "Yeah, shut up, bitch. You suck." Or that would be awesome. He, I kind of want that. He's going to give it. He's going to give it a show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's going to. I mean, there's going to be like millions and millions and millions of people watching this. Yeah, it's going to so be good. Going to want. They're going to want to make it a show. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'm me buy too. Twenty five dollars. I'll buy it. Or it's maybe I'll great. know somebody that buys it. I don't know. February twentieth is that date. So keep your. Keep your uh, your noggins on that one. That'll be a good fight. It won't be a good fight, but it'll be good to watch. Sure. Uh, next in our news cycle, our guy Elon Musk. Oh has yeah. Reportedly moved to Texas. Is in the process, I think. Yeah. Okay, he's in the process of moving to Texas. He used to live in California. Yeah. So, well, it's it's less his him moving as a person. He is doing that, but he's moving his company. Texas. He's moving Tesla to Texas. Tesla is moving to Texas. Yes. And I think SpaceX too. Basically, he is out on California. Said they charge too many, too much taxes. Um, He said he thinks the government in the Bay Area has too much control over a large portion of the global market because of the companies that are there. So he's leaving for tax reasons and, and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, he said this all during the Wall Street Journal CEO Council, uh, like live interview, which I happen to be watching. I also have some other quotes from the interview that I thought were oh. Elon Musk esque that are fun to share. Sure. I wrote them down. One, he said, someone asked him about like the amount of money that Tesla has, the worth of Tesla. Matt's going to light me up for my. <laughs> For my word choice here, but yeah, the, the, the value, technology. that's what I'm looking for. The value of Tesla over the last year or whatever yeah, um, and how much it's grown and blah, blah, blah. And his response was, what is money? It's an entry into a database. What? That's what he said. It. So, it's an entry into a database. Yeah. It's just a number on a computer. It doesn't mean anything. So what is money? I mean, when you're talking about his, <laughs> when you're talking about the second richest person in the world, I mean, you're kind of right. Yeah, well, it's nice that when you can tap you into that even, if you want. That kind of money you won't ever spend. You won't ever see it in your life. So who cares? Yeah. It's literally just a number. Yep. Anything and past like a billion dollars you will never use. Another good one is they were talking to him about the boring company and the tunnel systems, which he yeah. thinks is like the next big thing. He said, yeah. so what is a hypersonic tunnel transportation system? It's just an electric car on a magnetic track in a vacuum. It's really quite straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to like 10 people in the world. An electric car on a magnetic track in a vacuum. <clears throat> I mean, if, I hope he manages to pull it off because it will it's revolutionize so awesome. travel. He does such cool things. So many we cool love things. Elon. Thank you, Elon. Thank you, Elon. Uh, on, in other news. <laughs> yeah. 
SpaceX launched the uh, Starship, which is go. It's designed to be a people transporter into space. It's a giant flying soda can. Yeah. Uh, well, they were doing a test flight, and it was preparing to land, and it blew up when it was landing. Let me read now, Elon Musk's exact quote on what happened. Oh, yes, do that, the, and then I the have people. a comment to make about it. Um, hold on. Okay. You make I your can, comment. And yeah. Then I'll... So the news, like every major news network was reporting that it blew up and like making this huge deal about it. <clears throat> First of all, it's a prototype. And second of all, the reason they're making a big deal about it is because they clearly don't follow Elon Musk. And they didn't back in the day. People are just wanting him to fail, dude. You read, you read his book, Elon Musk, by Ashley Vance. Mm-hmm. It's a plug. We're not sponsored, but it's a plug. Yeah. It's a great book. You read that about the beginning of SpaceX. These rockets, the Merlin engines and all these things <clears throat> that are taking people to space right now, they are – they blew up – five, six, seven, eight times during test flights. Yeah. It's just part of the rocket science. It's part of the process to develop something that works the way you want it to work. But the news makes it this huge deal that Elon Musk's thing blew up. Yeah, it's a freaking prototype. These well, things the, blow up and you the learn problem from is, it and you make better things. He doesn't normally fail. We've seen so many of his flights go correctly. That's, that, because, that's because we're seeing the end he, had, he, he didn't have the prominence he has now when he was building what we see now succeed. Right, yeah. He, he went through all of these same trials of things blowing up and crashing and not working and spiraling out of control for years, years and years and years to where the companies were almost bankrupt. Yeah. And then they worked. And then when they worked, then they were broadcast and everyone sees all this success. Yeah, well... You had to do a lot to get there, but no it one wasn't was paying attention. For a while. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, so he said, so there was a live stream of the test flight. And if you go to Elon Musk's Twitter, you can watch it still. You can see the whole thing. Um, I just fast forwarded to when uh, the crash happened. And so basically what happened is it was coming down to land and it was looking fine. Um, it was you know, going to land. I'm sure everybody's seen the videos of the Falcon nine landings. They go down with the little, uh, the legs that it's extend out, it lands itself. So he was trying to do that with the starship. And he said, fuel header tank pressure was low during landing burn, causing touchdown velocity to be high. And RUD, I don't know what RUD stands for, but we got all the data we needed. Congrats SpaceX team. Hell yeah. So, in his eyes, a very successful test flight. See, it's part of the process. It's exactly, part of the process. So, it was just, it was just coming down too quickly. It mm -hmm. didn't slow down enough because the head pressure something was, wasn't high enough. I don't know. I, I'm not a rocket scientist, but the thing was coming down a little bit quick. It was facing the right direction with the bottom down, but it just came down too quick. People you know, say, oh, well, it's not rocket science. This, yeah, yes, it's it is science. rocket science. This is rocket science, exactly. Okay, well, we'll move on. Football. Football time. You know, we got to talk about football. Football, football, football. Normally football. we talk about it before the news, but this time we decided to push back a little bit. Shake it up. Yeah, shake it up. We're we three years in one episode. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. Exactly. We don't, we don't 
don't have anybody to. We could do the hypothetical first off. <laughs> yeah, we did, um, but we, we could. We won't, but we could. Uh, maybe we so should. Maybe next time we will. We'll lead pull off with the hypothetical. In. We pull people in with the hypothetical. They stay for everything else. Part of me thinks that they wouldn't stay for everything else. They, but well, at least they listened to something. Yeah, I mean, they heard probably our best part. Anyways, no <clears throat> football. Get out of here with that garbage. Yes, football. Penn State. Ugh. Had, I even talk about them. Penn State had the, the opportunity to no. go to the Big Ten championship. No, they did not. They it did. was nonsense. I knew it was nonsense the entire time. If the they Ten, didn't, okay. Go ahead. I gotta explain, explain though. It was uh, okay. It was on the cusp of happening. No, it was not. If it was things never continued happen. the way that they did, because so the narrative for the last six weeks has been: Will Ohio State get to play enough games to go to the Big Ten championship? Because you because the Big have, Ten made an arbitrary rule when they started the season that teams had to play six games to be able to go to the Big Ten championship. Right. So you had to play six games to go to the Big Ten Championship. Well, the Ohio State-Michigan game got canceled for this weekend. And as the rule stood, Ohio State didn't have an, wasn't going to have enough – because this is the last game. This weekend is the weekend before the Big Ten Championship. So this is their last chance to get six games. They weren't going to have six games, so they weren't going to be eligible for the Big Ten Championship. So that's number one, taken away. I was hoping they were going to schedule – like a huge matchup with like Texas A and M or something. I did see a little so bit about cool. that. That Ohio State was planning on if the rule didn't. They might change, still. I would love that. that what would a be game! So awesome. What a game that would be. Do it to be competitors. Stop being lame. Do it to make twenty twenty better. Yeah. The football community needs this. Mm. So, <clears throat> turns out. So then you know a couple things move here and there and. The way it stood, Indiana wasn't going to be – was pausing all football operations because of COVID. Uh, so Ohio State, Indiana were both considered out of the Big Ten Championship for the East. Mm-hmm. Who was the third team? Iowa? I, I don't know. Some other team was ahead of us because we're like fifth in the Big Ten East right now. So – Ohio State was going to be out. This other team, Indiana and Michigan State, were all ahead of us. But they, if we beat Michigan State this weekend, that would have put us in the Big Ten Championship for the Big Ten East. <laughs> Three and five Penn State would have been going to the Big Ten Championship. See, I wouldn't even like that because, like, even if they win, it's like it doesn't mean anything. It's not real. I know. <clears throat> but it's another game that we get to watch Penn State play. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Because this weekend is Penn State's Which hasn't last been game. fun. The last yeah. two games have been fun, kind of. The last kind two of, games have been nice. Yeah, but it hasn't been overall fun this season. I mean, it's been a lot of heartbreak. We were just talking about, it's so sad that we, you know, all year long, starting in December through August, we're excited for Penn State football. We talk about it, and we're counting down the days to Penn State football, and then all of a sudden it's back. And then, especially this year, we, weren't even, we didn't even know if we were going to get college football. College football comes back, Penn State plays, and we go 0-5. I mean, it's just it's, painful. You, you couldn't even write it. No. You couldn't write it. It's, it's pretty so, horrible. It's so bad. And then luckily, you know, we won the last two games. We just beat uh, 
Rutgers. At Rutgers least we got past, Rutgers. We beat That's all I really Michigan and we beat Rutgers. I mean, those are the two teams. Well, Ohio State would have been nice, but obviously that wasn't going to happen. So, I mean, if we beat Michigan State this weekend, we go into the end of the season with a three-game winning streak. Mm. We're not going to get a bowl game, but I don't even know if bowl games are going to happen. So, If Penn State can't be winning, there is one thing I want to see happen. True. And that is the New York football giants winning first place in the NFC East two weeks in a row. They beat on the road in Seattle, across the country, three time zones. <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks, eight and three. The Giants went in there, four and seven, beat them. Beat Biggest them. Upset of the year. And they in beat the NFL. Them. They beat them as the better team. It was a good it game, wasn't and they a, were the better it didn't team. didn't rob them. It was a, it was a hard, a solid game. win. And the best part is they did it without Daniel Jones. They did it with a backup quarterback, Colt McCoy. He the looked good, though. The running game was unstoppable. The Wayne train, it was. Yeah, Wayne oh. Gallman looked great. Oh, Who do you play beautiful. this week? Hmm? Who do you play this week? Uh, Arizona at home. So, I think you can beat Arizona. I think so, too, hopefully. The rest of the Giants' schedule is Arizona, Cleveland, which the Cleveland game got flexed to the Sunday night football game from 1 o'clock, which is super exciting. Really? Wow. The last time – I'm trying to – I was talking to my dad about this. The last time I remember the Giants game getting flexed in to prime time, I don't know that I do remember. Yeah. Maybe 2007. (laughs) But not 2012. Normally, it was the Giants getting flexed out out of, of the prime like they were supposed to be sunday night and they got flexed to one o'clock because right, their game yeah. was meaningless yeah but the, so it goes arizona the giants cleveland flexed to sunday night football then they play baltimore which frankly the way baltimore played against dallas i think there is maybe a chance they look there good. and but probably not they're probably going to lose that game Cleveland has looked really good, which makes me nervous. They might lose that game too. I'm, I'll get to the Steelers in a second, but and then they end the season against Dallas, which they should be able to pull themselves together and win that one. If Agreed. they can beat Arizona and Dallas, and maybe pull out of Cleveland or Baltimore and go three and one out of those last four, oh baby, oh, you got baby. you got what it takes to to go past the first game of the playoffs. I would. This say. might be a little <laughs> premature, but. <laughs> Let me tell you, it feels like the Giants are back. Just enjoy this, this feeling. When's right the last now? time? I don't think since we've started making this podcast, I've ever had this kind of feeling. No, no, no. The Giants have been terrible since this podcast has started. Every time we talk about the Giants on this podcast, it is you always misery. Always angry, always, always angry. misery. This is something that these listeners have never experienced out of me. I I've it. never experienced. I haven't known <laughs> you since the Giants have been good. That's true. Our freshman year was when they would they'd be winning the entire game and then lose in the last three minutes of yes. every game they played. Yes. Where the heartbreak began, really. The true heartbreak. That's where it really started, yeah. Yeah. This is... It built, it built character for you. This is a turning point. And this is where you become a true fan because this is where you appreciate. And you I do get, give a lot of the Eagles fans credit around <laughs> here because the Eagles have been bad for many years in different times and they stick with the team and i appreciate that yeah i hate fair weather fans so i'm all i'm all about that if your team sucks you should still be there a fan of that team because when they're good again 
you're going to appreciate the years of misery. The yeah. Giants, a decade of misery. No one really needs that. No it's one needs unprecedented, that. really. Yeah, no one needs that. <laughs> but here we are. Hey, like I'm, like I said, it could be taken away from you in a nanosecond. They could so lose just, the next four games, not be in the playoffs, and but I and mean, honestly, that would be usual. okay. I think there's still some hope for the 2021 season to like get it all together and and come do out of the gate, think, not one and seven. Do you think Daniel Jones is your franchise quarterback? I really do. You do. I think I know he is you were playing. Kinda, I know, think he is. I think he has proven. About him. I think he's proven that he <clears throat> is a competitor. That he learns. That he like gets better at things that he was bad at. Right. He's getting better with his decision-making. He's getting starting to throw the ball away more when he's going to get sacked or instead of throwing a pick, he's been much better with ball security and not fumbling and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I really do think he, he has the potential. And strangely enough, he is so similar to Eli. So I mean, it was his mentor for the first season. The only thing that he's not similar to Eli about was he has already passed rushing yards of Eli's entire career. (laughs) No way. Yes. Daniel Jones in the two years that he started has passed Eli all time in rushing yards. I wish I could watch. I wish I could watch a Giants game with you again. I Uh, missed that. I missed that. It's a fun thing. It is. It's I I just very miss a good unique Sunday with everybody, but I know Sunday football in the shack. Yeah. that was that was the best times. I don't think the uniqueness <clears throat> that you remember because of the time period that we were watching Giants games together was a good thing. No, it wasn't good for you <laughs> at all. It was very good for it was very funny for me. But you know, over since since knowing you, I've developed a a second love for the for the Giants, which is incredible. I I've appreciate been, that. You know, I I've and been, I. I give the Steelers their crap, but you do. I have to say, if I like moved to the Pittsburgh area, I could be a Steelers fan. Yeah, like I have no actual hard feelings. I they're could be fun. A fan I love Mike. Fun. I love Mike Tomlin. I'm a big, hard nose, original, like working class community football team. That is none of the this Steelers. And I could a be a Steelers shot. fan. I could be a Packers fan. Yep. I yep. could be a Bears fan. All those teams the that classic, are like that. hard fighting, strong defense. Yes, classically teams. Yes, all of those kinds of teams. You and know, I, I I really do think the Giants are like one of those teams. That's that's what I like. And a team you know? that loves their their coaches. Yes, you know the Steelers yeah. have had what three coaches in the last fifty that's years awesome. or something. It's like this crazy stat. And. I, you know, Mike Tomlin's obviously able to get us to where we need to go. Ben is having He's the an best. unbelievable coach. He is. He's so good. Ben's having the season of his career right now. And, I mean, we lost this past weekend to the Washington football team, which I have a been A little saying, upsetting as a Giants a fan. Upsetting. We really needed a win on, from the Steelers on that You know, one, but from, okay. from your perspective, it's, it's not good for, if, for you. But from my perspective... I would. I like that we took a loss to a team not in our division. Mm. This is going to be a big wake-up call for the Steelers. Mike Tomlin has historically not prepared the Steelers for what should be easy games. Mm. The Steelers always play down to their opponents. Always. 
from as long as I can remember. The games that we should win by a thousand are always close. It's very hard to watch. This time, unfortunately, the cards didn't fall in the correct place for us to get get the win. So now we have fallen to uh, eleven and one. Eleven and one. But well, now the Giants are still tied with the Washington football team. But unfortunately, or fortunately, the Giants have, have the tiebreaker. Win? Yeah, because they beat them twice. So uh, okay, yeah, that's good. We that's great. That. Yeah. Yeah. So the Steelers are don't have the playoffs clinched yet either because really Cleveland, yes because Cleveland is nine and three I think oh. right now like they're looking really good and they I'm very strike. nervous for yeah. our game. Sounds I like think. you need a Giants win on Sunday Night Football in two weeks too. Uh, yeah, I would like that very much. I forget who we play this weekend. I don't remember Buffalo. Yeah, I'm nervous for this game too. Josh Allen's looking incredible. Mm. So Buffalo and Cleveland, I mean, those are to- those are toss-up games. I don't know if we're going to win those. Yeah, those teams are both really good. But we'll move on. So this is kind of getting into the hypothetical. I mean, we might as well consider this one of the hypotheticals because <laughs> okay, it. I mean, the odds that it happen that it's that it's real, slim to none. Are we talking about the aliens? Yes. Okay. We're talking about the aliens, and I'm going to paste the link to the article in. Uh, okay, or not? Never mind. Where? Find, I'm going to find the article. Okay, not very prepared. We'll get our intern on that. Hey, all right. Pull that up. All right, here Thank it you. is. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, so the headline of this. Yeah. Former Israeli space security chief says extraterrestrials exist and Trump knows about it. I think this guy is just, just like a troll or just like an old guy that has kind of like lost his mind. All right. So I call bullshit. There are, there are some much like Mike's uh, email that he read earlier. <laughs> There are parts of this article and of this story that I read that I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I can't believe that. And then there are parts later when I was reading that I was like, oh, okay, that is crazy. And I actually cannot believe that. I will not believe that that's true. (laughs) So I'll read just a couple snippets of the article. But basically the guy is saying that not just that aliens exist, but that there are several different species of aliens we've been contacted by them at earth on earth by a galactic federation oh and uh that the aliens are not don't want to have themselves revealed to the public because we're not ready to accept that which i mean the logic is there because if this came, if this was true Let's, let's assume, for argument's sake, let's, actually, let me just read a little snippet of it. The uh, unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet, quote. And the guy's name is Haim Ashed, former head of Israel's Defense Ministry's Space Directorate. He was the head of the space security from 1980 to 2010. Okay. Well, the dude's not just some random idiot. Well, then how does he know that Trump knows about them? 
here's, if he wasn't there when Trump was president first. Here's the, what my other thing is. We know how things leak in the in the government, right? You're telling me, regardless of who's president, you're telling me, yeah. first of all, the only people that are advanced enough to handle interactions with alien species are government officials. Get out of here. Sorry. No, those people are not anywhere equipped to be doing that. There I would, would want be, a team so of advanced scientists is, doing that. So after I read this, I started thinking to myself, I've been in some pretty highly populated areas for 23 years now. Mm -hmm. And if there were several species of aliens and they managed to get in contact with the U.S. government, there would be documented high-quality video of these things by now. Yes, there is video of everything everywhere. There is a video of everything you can imagine. That is real. If honestly, I might say it, if there isn't a video of it yet, it's not real. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a couple aliens. I mean, we're not going to get into the whole discussion right now because there's a lot of, you know, pretty un, I mean, I personally think that there is other life in the universe. I mean, it's impossible. I think it's almost impossible to think that we could be the only things that are alive in the entire universe. The, yeah, that's just silly. And I mean, there's a couple really crazy stories that I don't know really know how you refute. Specifically, the one that we talked about was the one in uh, the one that just came to mind in the Zimbabwe of the oh, kids yeah. that all saw and the teachers that all saw the same thing, and they were all like, "Holy shit!" So I don't know, but quote from Haim Ashed. Uh, there is an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here, he said. Ished added that President Donald Trump was aware of the extraterrestrials' existence and had been, quote, on the verge of revealing information, but was asked not to in order to prevent mass hysteria, which I will agree. How would if, this guy know that? If I, don't, I have no idea. But what I will say, if Donald Trump went on to the evening news with a press conference and said, Hello, America. I would just, I'm coming on to let you know that we are in peace talks with an alien species. The Galactic Federation has contacted Earth. Please don't freak out. They like me, they like me very much. We are I'm a great negotiator with the peace, aliens. And now he's going to come on and say a few words. And aliens an alien love it, I mean, me. there would be mass hysteria. The world would, I mean, the world would collapse. It would be... It would be catastrophic. It would be chaos if that happened. Well, I so, think there... Okay, ready? This is a bit of a hypothetical. I think there would be war because I think other countries would say, well, we should have a say in what you're negotiating with aliens because now it's not just a country. Now it's the globe versus whatever right. is not the globe. Right. right, exactly. So it would be, so, I mean, there is a very strong argument for the government hiding this being real. Yeah. A very strong argument. Because of exactly what we just said. The public would go insane and there would probably be a war that started. So, quote, they have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are, Ashad said, referring to the Galactic Federation. The White House and Israeli officials did not immediately respond to NBC News's request for comment, 
Sue Go, a spokesperson for the Pentagon, declined to comment. A spokesperson for NASA said one of the agency's key goals was the search for life in the universe, but that it had yet to find signs of extraterrestrial life. In case anyone was confused, NASA has still not found any aliens. Although we have yet to find signs of extraterrestrial life, NASA is exploring the solar system and beyond to help us answer fundamental questions, including whether we are alone. Blah, 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 blah. That doesn't matter. Um, Ished, who oversaw the launch of numerous Israeli satellites into space, said he was only speaking out now because attitudes were changing and people seemed more receptive. Now, I will give him that. You think people are more receptive to aliens now? Way I mean, there's an article every day about aliens. Why? Because things have just gotten so out of control that aliens are like, oh, yeah, no, okay, I that think, makes sense. I, th- I mean, the, the, there has been the, uh, the Pentagon has released videos from the F-18 fighters of objects that, that, that cannot be explained by science. I know. That I are know. On we discussed it here. Yeah. So, I mean, it defi- if now compared to 50 years ago, Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're only going to be trending more. I mean, I think it's any day now that we get a HD video of aliens. I mean, everybody's recording everything. Somebody's got to find something and put it on Twitter. Or they're not real, but okay. I'll continue. Okay. How much so longer this, are we going with this story? I, so this, I, it's, this I'm dropping part, off here. This part I read and I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of an interesting perspective. He said, quote, if I had come up with what I'm saying today, five years ago, I would have been hospitalized. Today, they're already talking differently. I have nothing to lose. I've received my degrees and awards. I'm respected in universities abroad. Yeah, I'm out on this guy. And I mean, another thing to, to be devil's advocate here. Donald Trump just made Space Force. Everyone was like, oh, ha, ha. funny, funny joke. That's stupid. Why would we need a Space Force? What an interesting way to negotiate with a superior being. The thing is, I don't think our guns and missiles in space are going to protect us from the advancement of something that can travel so fast to get to us without us knowing where they're from. Here's the thing. He just needed, Donald Trump just needed to create the infrastructure ahead of time so that let's say space force isn't created. Let's say we don't have a space force in America and an alien comes down and says, Hey, what's up? Uh, we are going to take over earth. Frankly, I think space force is more of a keeping Russia from attacking us from space versus us right. protecting ourselves from aliens. Right. But the infrastructure is being developed now for us to have, you know, with, Space forces, I don't know what their, what their happenings are, but I can assume that they're going to be, you know, talk, having communications with NASA and SpaceX and actually mm-hmm. getting, you know, uh, a chain of command accessible in space in the near future. Mm-hmm. If this had happened, everybody would say, like, let's say that there was a threat in space that we knew about. Mm-hmm. And we had nothing space-related as far mm-hmm. as the military or anything is concerned. People would be like, holy shit. We probably need some sort of presence in space. Yeah. And then they'd be like, okay, yeah, well, let's start doing that. And then three years later, we'd have some sort of space force. Fair. So, I mean, better to start early and have it when we need yeah, it I agree. than to not have it. A militarized space of people from Earth is a bit scary to me. 
but yeah, yeah. I mean, then it changes from oh, Russia's really far from here, so they're not going to drop a bomb on my house. To now, Russia could be over top of me, or China could be over top of me any second and drop a bomb right where I live. Right, and that's probably the main reason that it was done. But I mean, I don't know. And what I'm here's what I'm saying. Well, is there so then he goes on to say that there's a galactic federation that is the main okay. source of contact then we can't be given Earth. this so much right. time this is nonsense this so guy's all i'm saying lunatic. is to close it out do i believe everything the guy's saying no i think he's just trying to get popular he's trying to you know gain internet fame whatever he's doing or he's lost his mind one of those two mm-hmm. but and it's kind of unfortunate because if he like, I, I, I don't know, I, I think about it both ways. If he came out and said stuff that was more believable, then it wouldn't be so big on the internet. It'd be like, okay, yeah, uh, you know, the U.S. government has seen aliens. Newsflash, dude, we already fucking knew that. Mm-hmm. We got videos of UFOs, all the, the whole thing. So I'm thinking he had to go kind of crazier so that people would listen. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. I just like, I like the fact that, well, I hope. You love this. I hope that there's proof of aliens that is accepted by the public before I die. I just want to see it. <laughs> I don't. Maybe meet an alien. That would be I very cool no, to me. No, no, I'm out on that. Let's just be people from Earth and live our lives and be done with it. We gotta think bigger, Mike. We gotta think bigger. No, no, no. I've really become content with my little nook of Earth that I enjoy and I have a happy life, and that's how that goes. <laughs> well, when the Earth is dead, before okay, you're dead. Well, no, you'll think that won't happen. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, we'll end this. Uh, we can do this quickly. Yeah, quick hypothetical. We figured in case there's anyone that is interested in being a sponsor of the Shack Radio. And is so wealthy, Elon Musk, that have a lot of money, uh, and is like, oh wow, these are such good podcasters. I want to get them a gift because that would be awesome, and it will uh, be a gift to them for giving me such joy and excitement for their entertainment. We thought we would just give them some ideas, just a yeah. quick one. Either one of us, do you want to go first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. Do you see what okay. I do with my headphones here? I uh, yeah, I saw it. It kind of, when I wear my headphones too long, it pulls on my ear, little like, not mm. right above the lobe. It pulls on it. It kind of hurts. Well, these, these just start to fall out. So you just get quieter and quieter, like you're drifting off into space. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Okay. So what I would want is a boat and a specific boat. Oh. I think I would really want a, an ocean kayak with, uh, with pedals. Okay. To, to kayak. Uh, Ugh. Yeah, ocean kayak. Bah. You know, like Blech. I mean, if you're gonna okay. get a boat, you're right. If I'm asking, you could a rich, buy a kayak. If I'm asking, no, I can't. They're very expensive. Like this specific setup with the push pedals to move. Uh-huh. Like we're talking like twenty five hundred bucks. Oh, okay, it's a lot of money. Like, go bigger than that. Mine's bigger than that. A flat bottom boat, like uh, like an uh, like a Boston like a whaler. No, like a Boston whaler boat. Maybe like okay. a fifty horsepower engine on the back. Okay. Center console and then the flat right. front to fish off of. I just want a boat that I can fish off of. Go anywhere I, I want. Cool. Obviously, I'm not going to buy that. Nobody I know is going to buy that. But if you're listening and you're rich, that's what I would like. Okay. Very good. Email us for the details. Check I 
theshackradio733 at gmail.com. Yep. I personally uh, would want giant season tickets. I've been trying to convince my dad to buy oh, them with me. That's not that big. It is, though. So we, we would, if me and him, if I ever get him to actually agree to do it with me, we would obviously be like upper level. You have to buy this, the license for the seat, which is $1,000 up front, and then you never pay it again. Oh, and you shit. own the license to own the seat. And then you pay like a $200 fee every year, and then you buy the tickets. That's a lot of money. Yes, it's Just expensive. for season tickets? Can't yeah. you just buy season tickets? That's how you buy season tickets. You have to do that whole thing just to buy season tickets. Yeah. The seat license is like your ownership of the seat. Now it's a thousand dollars? Yeah. It well, seems a bit insane. You go down lower, it's like five, ten thousand dollars for a seat Dear license. God. Now man, here's the on. scam. See this? I got a picture of it right that here. That isn't the scam. Uh MetLife Stadium is home of the Jets and the Giants. So every seat in MetLife gets two owners, two licenses. What if the Jets play the Giants? They decide who's home. And the home is the ones that, think, that can go with the that season the tickets. tickets. Correct. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, that is insane. Yeah. So if anyone's looking for it, I would love season tickets. If you're rich That's and you're so going to buy them money. for me, then I'm thinking maybe not the ones that I'm going to buy with my dad someday if he ever agrees to do it with me, but rather a box. Now, what are we talking there? The mezzanine level. We're talking like $50,000 seat. The seat licenses. Yeah. $50,000. That's just to like be able to buy the box. And then you got to buy Maybe the more. tickets themselves. Why is it not, hey, I would like season tickets for this seat. That's just how the I NFL works. The you got to buy a seat license anywhere, any state. That is so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But then oh. you can sell the seat license. So if you sell your season tickets to like a person, you can sell your license and then they own them. So like is there we a way could, that you can pay less than $1,000 for the seat We could go on the market and try to find someone selling their season tickets and buy their seat licenses from them. Okay. But it's hard to do because not many people do that. Yeah. Because the, the value goes sure. up. Yeah. Yeah. So like in 10 years, the seat licenses could go up. Or when the Giants win a Super Bowl, the seat license value can go up. Hey, I tell you what. You're going to buy season tickets. You need to buy them right now. That's what I said. That's you need to listen, buy them today. every Sunday. I pitch it to today. my dad every Sunday. Really? Yes. I'm like, how fun would it be? Especially when I move so out, fun. it'll be our thing. Eight Sundays a year. That's all it is. And if Eight. we can't go or we don't want to go, we sell them. Yeah. We could go to six a year. If you don't want to commit to eight, dude. I mean, this is a, you sold me. I said, I said, it'll be our thing. For the rest of our lives, it'll you be gotta, cool. You got to pitch. Me and you. You got to we'll get go emotional up. about it. You got to pitch yeah. the emotional Said, side. Rest of our lives, grandkids, you can bring them up. We we go tailgate a little bit. This is our thing. We got giant season tickets. You and hear about he this? He doesn't want to do it. No, no interest. That's crazy. I'm like, you hear about these father and sons that have season tickets for 30 years, and it's like what they do together every Sunday that the Giants are playing at home. How awesome is that? He's like, oh, it's an hour drive. And then blah, you blah, could blah. take your kid. It's a drive. 
one drive. Yeah, exactly. Take my kid. We got seats. These are your seats. This is your father, your grandfather's seats. These are our seats. Yeah. Come on. I'm pretty ah. sure my uncle has season tickets to the Steelers. Really? Yeah. No way. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, because he Nick, knows the seat Nick license went to a game. scam. Nick went to a game this year. Really? COVID <clears throat> game? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I hope I'm not wrong, but I'm pretty sure. My dad huh. will let me know if I'm wrong, but I think they did go to a game. I'm pretty sure they have season tickets. That's awesome. The dream. I know. All right. Well, that'll right. do it. That was a good way to end it. That was good. End it. That was kind of Christmas slur. list. Um, also, if I'm the only person on earth who still hasn't seen Breaking Bad, I just started watching it. I think you, you might be. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend. Very, very good show so far. Very good. Mm-hmm. Definitely a good watch. And I also finished The West Wing. Oh, almost brings a tear to your eye because these people that you watch for seven seasons, they all leave and he's no longer president and it's just so sad. You know, I could I could put this in post-production. What are you talking about? I Oh, the never... song. Yes, the song. Oh, I'm not playing it as like the song that we're going to go out on. I'm just playing oh. it as like our, our as we're chatting to end. We can switch oh, to... Oh, uh, okay. We can, unless you want to... I should stop and you're going to, instead of centerfold, you're going to put this one. Um, or you just want to keep No, because we'll do one like, we'll do that for the one like right before Christmas. Okay. All right. Fair but, this, the, but this is nice. But we'll still do centerfold for this one. All right. I'll, I'll, or not centerfold. Hold on. Oh, hold yeah, on. it is hey, centerfold. Hey, hey, hey. Can, can you... Uh, can what's our intern? What's our intern's name? I forget. What's your name again? Jim. Jim. Jim the intern. Jim. Can can you can you uh, roll us out of this? Thanks. Yeah. Count us out. Count us out, Jim. Oh no, I just meant the song. Bang. Oh, t- he did what he needed. Jim, to you do. don't deserve to count us out. It's he don't listen. He, he doesn't know what he's talking about. You leave. He's fine. All right, you do it. I think I did it for the one year. All right. Uh, one, two, three.